welcome to the spoop, everybody. For those unfamiliar with our show tonight, Boone and myself each pick a movie from uh, from a horror genre that was chosen in the prior month. We then pit them to, against each other to the death. Blood abound. Wait. Nope. I'm getting in from my sources. Yes. No. Wrong show. I'm sorry. Um, we, we compare them and discuss Wait, them like civil adults. What show is that? I don't know that show. Uh, tune in. I hear. Wait. Hold on. Tune in on, yes, May 29th at about, yes, 8 p.m. Oh, it's the other show. Okay. Yeah, it's the other show. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> uh, so this is a smaller version of that. Um, just me and Boone. And we talk, we pick a movie and we talk about them, uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, who we thought did it better using our own categories that we decided to come up with that work for us. So, um, and then we give them points and then whoever ranks higher wins. And then, you know, it's a cycle, but it's a fun cycle. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this month, we are going to be talking about them creepy crawlers. The insect that almost 100 million people in the U.S. alone have a severe phobia of. That's right. Spider, we- spider webs. Wow. Specifically Words. spider webs. Spider webs. <laughs> God, 100 million people are deathly afraid of spider webs. I can't imagine what the number mm-hmm. is for actual spiders. It's got to be I way mean, higher. Like, call it spider bukkake and it becomes so much more terrifying. Spider cocky. Yeah. Okay. Um, Uh-oh. Fish, no. What? We're doing the spoop. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> See, that's how that's how monumentous tonight is, and we've got so many things on the go. <laughs> also, I blame myself, considering that for like ninety percent of the streams over the last month have, have exclusively just been seven days to die. So. <laughs> That's what happens. It's like, oh, are we VCing to play Seven Days to Die? All right, I'll get in there. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> no, this is like the one night when we're not doing that. <laughs> At least not fully. <laughs> anyway, where were we? <laughs> so we're we're talking about spooters. Yeah, spooters. Spooters. Um. So yeah, we're talking about spooters. <laughs> them little eight-legged. Sometimes really cute, sometimes really creepy insect. 
And no, this ain't no Charlotte's Web either. These babies are hungry, mad, and uh, they, they might try to liquidate your insides. Just saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But so for this month, we have, uh, for this boop, we have two movies. We have Boone's Pick, which is uh, the Spiders 3D from 2013. It involves way better than it had any right to be, but <laughs> 3D secret science. A corrupt government official or two, weaponized spiders, and Soviet Russia. I don't know how to, like, you know, that's the best way I can sum it up without giving everything away. Like, yeah, I feel yeah. that it sums it up pretty well. Oh, and a lot of, of sewer diving. Lots of sewer diving. Um, yeah, lots of sewers. Yeah. And I mean, of course, it was also in 3D. <laughs> So it was, everything but I don't was... think either of us watched it in 3D because we don't have that technology. I have the Blu-ray, yeah. the 3D Blu-ray, but I no longer have a 3D television. So that's no. that's sad. I would have liked to have seen this in the proper format. <laughs> I mean, I also would like to see uh, the the Friday the Thirteenth that was in uh, 3D as well. But... Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to see yeah. all the 3D movies in in 3D. <laughs> like it's a dumb gimmick, but goddamn it, I still love it. <laughs> like, it never looks as good as they claim it does, but I I, I love the gimmick. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Good, no. Future, future <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that when 3D. we get into. Actually talking, you're still doing monologue stuff. Yeah, I am, I am. And then my pick, uh, which is the uh, Itsy Bitsy. It's from 2019. And uh, this, hit, this hit home in a couple of spots that it, I was not expecting it to. Yeah. I really should have read the synopsis a bit better. And I read the synopsis. So... Uh, uh, I don't know. I just wasn't prepared for what was in it. Yeah. And it was it was very sensitive. But to like sum it up, cranky ass old man, bad mother, two adult of children, creepy, and rage spider. Rage spider. spider. Yeah. This one was not in 3D. It was. So I mean obvious obviously. Clearly inferior. inferior. Yeah. yeah. Clearly yeah. already yeah. inferior because not in 3D. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I that the and that's the thing. I read the synopsis for Itsy Bitsy too. That element is not in the synopsis, which is strange, given that it's such a huge part of the fucking movie. It like, really is. it's that's more a part of the movie. And we'll get deeper into it when we get up to it. But yeah, no, it's more a part of the movie than the fucking spider is, and it's mm -hmm. nowhere in the synopsis. No, it's like yeah, we'll you think you drop a line about that somewhere in the synopsis, but no, it's it's just not present. Yeah. So we'll talk about that yeah. when we get to it. But yeah, I have I have thoughts on that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we're gonna dive our two legs into it. I suppose if you're watching and you have eight legs, you can chime in as well. Uh, but grab your can of rain. Yeah, what did the go. what did the spiders think about these movies? <laughs> we, we need we need representation it, from the they spiders. They give, give it zero out of ten chitters. I don't know. I think the spiders would be somewhat happy. I mean, spiders three D. They got to do some cool stuff. They did. They almost they got did. to take over New York City. 
or you know a studio backlot of a single block of New York City. <laughs> I mean, hey, you you take what you can get. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, also we can how get did in. you enjoy oh. Spiders 3D? Well, also we got a cocktail. It's not a spider themed oh, cocktail. Yeah. But I found a spider themed cocktail that actually looked super cool, but it was so involved with so many different items, and I was kind of working on a budget this month, so I couldn't do two cocktails, one of which was hyper involved. Um as well as the one I was doing for the, the Spook Show. So this is the, I guess, the, the early advanced Spook Show cocktail it is the Blackula Bloody Mary. Um, and even this I had to modify a little bit because the Blackula Bloody Mary recipe, exclamation point recipe, or cocktail if you want to check it out, calls for Blavad Vodka, which is a dark vodka. Apparently it exists, and apparently it only exists in one brand, which is Blavad Vodka, which makes sense for a Blackula Bloody Mary. It's actually very clever. But unfortunately, it's imported from the UK, and I could not find it for sale anywhere close to where I yeah. live. So I kind of uh, MacGyvered it a little bit. I just went with my normal go-to vodka, Russian Standard, and added a couple of drops of black food coloring. And mm -hmm. um, that's what we're doing. Uh, I've not tried this yet, so... Let's go. Mm. Mm hmm That's not bad. It, it does have that, that spicy tingle to it. It's kind of nice. Yeah. It's very tomato-y. Yeah, I think, uh, <coughs> I think making your own mix for the next show might be a good I idea. I will. Yeah, because you can add... It needs more Worcestershire, and to me it needs more uh, garlic and maybe a little bit of clove. Yeah, and that was the other thing, like, so much stuff has been going on, I was gonna make my own Bloody Mary mix for the cocktail, but then it was, like, literally today that I could go get the ingredients and, and the liquor for it, and I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm already, like, making a billion bullets in seven days to die for tonight, I cannot also juggle making... <laughs> Bloody Mary mix from scratch for the first time ever, so I'm just gonna buy a bottle of it, which it seems mm -hmm. fine, but yeah, for the proper show, I'll probably make it from scratch since I have extra time to do it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but anyway, so that's that's tonight's cocktail. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Spiders 3D, it was my pick. And it was my pick, uh... Predominantly because I've owned this motherfucker on Blu-ray for years, probably since 2013, because I remember getting it, like, brand new on Blu-ray for, like, super cheap. It was, like, five, ten bucks. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, cheesy giant spider movie in 3D. Awesome. At the time, I actually had a TV capable of watching it in 3D. And it's been so long that in, in that span of time, that TV has broken. So, could not watch it in 3D, but, um, yeah, it was on my to-watch list for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I went with it, and, um, yeah, I thought it was, I, it was fun. I mean, it's basically exactly what you would probably expect from a movie called Spiders 3D. Yeah. Um, kind of, like, in the same vein of, like, um, 
like a sci-fi original type movie where like it's a bunch of CGI giant spiders. I love the sci-fi original movies. They were such a cheap. They have, yeah, they have a certain charm to them. Yeah. Um, and I think like I don't think this was a sci-fi original. Mm-mm. Um, but it definitely has that same element. Like it seems like a made-for-TV movie. Um, in the sense that, like, it's very, like, it's not R-rated. I think it's, like, PG-13. Um, so, like, the vi- there's, there's really, like, there's no, there was no nudity, drugs, alcohol, or sex in it. <clears throat> there's a bunch of kills. There's 23 kills that I counted. Um, but even then, like, a few of them were really cool. But, like, none of them were, like, well, I guess, I guess a few of the corpses were actually a little explicit with the gore. But even mm. then, it was, like, kind of cartoony. Yeah. Like, kind of over-the-top top cartoony gore. Um, but so plot-wise, like, it's about the standard plot you would think of. Like, that was the, the one, like, kind of downside to this movie, is that it was it felt very kind of generic and safe. Yeah, formulaic, yeah. Very formulaic. Not that that's necessarily... A terrible thing because it is a fun formula and they do like do it well yeah they actually did but it definitely just feels like it's completely constrained by the formula mm-hmm. um i will say like the spiders despite being like purely cg the spiders did look really cool like yeah, i they actually really did like the cgi i was like that's cgi but that's not bad cgi like i've seen worse I've seen better, but I've also seen way worse. For, for yeah. I, like I said, this movie is way better than it had than I expected that it had any right to be. Yeah, it's like, on it's on the upper echelon of like this style, like the the made for TV style of monster movie. Like it's on the upper half, I think, of the uh-huh. spectrum of quality. Like I've definitely seen ones that surpass this because they're just. They go completely over the top insane, or, like, they're surprisingly, like, unique and original. Right. Um, but for one that just kind of followed the formula of a monster movie, um, this one was, was very watchable and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, I found it humorous to see that just, like, how many different ways could they shoot the same, like, block of of New York City, which is so obviously a backlot set. <laughs> like they they made that thing into the entire goddamn city of New York <laughs> somehow. <laughs> um. But yeah, oh, oh yeah. Uh, at some point towards the oh yeah, it was right at the start because like the movie starts with a a Russian satellite. Or a Soviet-era satellite, I guess it was. Uh, Mm -hmm. Crash landing in in New York City and smashing down into a subway system. Um, And uh, subway worker... Of course, like, this is... I love that it was post-9-11. It was obviously post-9-11. Not even just because of the release date, but just because how people were acting. Mm -hmm. Post-9-11, New York City... A sudden, like, what appears to be explosion transpires in the subway, and do they wait for 
fucking CTU? Do they wait for Homeland Security? Nah, they send in one grizzled old dude that works for the transport services. But it's okay, because he did a tour in Iraq once. So he's qualified to go investigate what this is. Um, Mm -hmm. But when he's looking around, like when you see the spiders initially come out, there's a a moment where where an obviously CG rat gets attacked by an obviously CG spider in the background. And and it looks terrible, but it's like... I found it so goofy that it was charming. Right. (laughs) Because it's just, it looks so bad, but it's, it's like, got charm to it. See, I didn't even notice that it was CG. I was just in for the ride. Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm able to cast my sense of disbelief a lot of the times with, like, the giant monster movies. Um, oh, yeah. Because, like, the moment you're like, oh, it's probably going to be a larger-than-average beastie. You know, right. I, 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 at that point, like, you know... <sighs> shy of of going full mini scale and cutting and and doing all that which a lot of places don't have the budget for um, no and this was clearly already... a lower budget film like it yeah. was filmed in i believe bulgaria um which a lot oh. of lower budget monster movies and, and horror movies get filmed in in bulgaria because it is just so cheap and right. and you can like there's a lot of good terrain that you can use to, like, mimic other... Pl- like, I think, um... Lake Placid versus Anaconda was also a Bulgarian yeah. production. Because, again, you could just find a backwoods of Bulgaria and make it look like upstate New York. And, yeah. and it looks pretty much fine. It, it looks passable for the money. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, like... I grew up watching 50s monster movies, so, like, giant monsters, like, my suspension of dis my, my disbelief is suspended enough just full stop. Yeah. <laughs> that anytime there's giant monsters, because mad science made it so, I'm just like, yeah, I buy it. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I'm following you. I'm, like, I don't care how goofy the monster looks, <laughs> or how fake it looks, like, I'm buying that it's legit, and... and Right. This movie had enough of the the fifties monster movie charm to pull me in in that way. Yeah, like but modernized, which was pretty yeah. cool. Like it had like the over like the overly evil corrupt government. Oh yeah, you know <laughs> yeah the, the strangely nice Soviet Russian scientist. Right, like, he was actually no, we really have, cool. We have what we need. You let them go. No, we're not gonna let them go. Yeah, there's no what you do not need to hurt them. That was such. I, I guess okay. So it didn't follow the formula 100 percent because when that dude shows up, you're expecting him to be full blown campy evil, and then as mm-hmm. it turns out, like he's actually kind of just a decent guy. Like he's a mad scientist, but he's not a fucking yeah. prick. <laughs> he's no. he's like, I want to do mad science. Just let me do mad science. You don't have to hurt people. I want to do mad science. Let me do it. Uh, just let me do this. Let them go. He's it's fine. Like, that like, that, accom- that accomplishes not- nothing in the realm of mad science. Just let them go. Let me do the mad science. Right? And, like, he, he does nothing that, you know, of course he won't do anything that would harm the spiders. Right. Which is why he's like, just stay out of their way. Yeah, just leave you leave know? my like, mad like, science no, spiders alone. <laughs> yeah, just leave the area to them. Just, just please. 
I'm not gonna yeah, be a dick about it, but just please, just leave leave them be. They're fine. They're mad also, science spiders. Also, don't They're you, good. Don't you love how the spiders are oddly very bulletproof, but not stab proof? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that, and and, and I, I feel like it came back around in the second movie too, because there I feel like there was this, the yeah in the second movie the fire poker becomes like the ultimate weapon, and yeah, I'm exactly. I'm like, what is it with giant spiders being like? unusually weak to like rods of metal <laughs> like i guess that's just a thing uh, like, i don't know maybe like they treat it like vampirism because technically you know they have fangs and they inject venom into you and suck out your liquids turning you into a liquid but like maybe that like i i don't know i'd have to watch more like horror spider movies to kind of see if that's just a reoccurring theme yeah i haven't like i noticed it this time just because i mean i watched them back to back but like i don't feel like that's something i've noticed in previous ones but i've never really looked for it mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. seeing it seeing it in two movies back to back and two movies very different not made by the same people at all years apart and it's like that that one little element exists in both of them it's like that's interesting that's an interesting weird connection that i wouldn't have thought would be there but it is it, it makes me almost wonder if like subconsciously as a whole because they do liquidate your insides and they have to sack it out and that's generally how most spiders eat yeah um you know i i'm wondering if subconsciously that's just like blood sucking or liquid sucking and oh you must stab in a particular way to kill like i'm I'm kind of now i kind of want to watch more spider movies to see if this is maybe something that wasn't intentionally done maybe but subconsciously through like hollywood and society picked up well i mean there's also a couple other directions you could go with it one being that you know man's most primitive weapon was you know more or less or one of the most primitive weapons man ever conceived of was pointy stick pointy St stick and fire. Stab, stab pointy stick at big monster big monster maybe go away <laughs> so there's like that yeah. primal nature to it and then you know if you want to get especially twisted there's the phallic nature which may, just means that the creators of both of these movies really want to deep dick a spider um Whoa. that's also a okay, possibility calm down there freud <laughs> I mean, it's within the realm of possibility. I, hey, I learned of the phallic nature of certain weapons from um, Leslie Vernon, okay? And he's a, something of an authority figure on the subject, so. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, the head military dude, played by, I can't remember the guy's name, but he played Gorman in Aliens. Oh. Which is kind of the same role. I was like, is that fucking Gorman? Yeah. I looked it up, it totally is. I'm like, oh, still being a prick, huh, Gorman? <laughs> mm -hmm. But he was so excited to just wholesale murder people for no reason. Like, there was a huge... There was a Yeah, there was a huge chunk of this movie before the spiders show up to, like, wreak havoc that, like, it's just devoted to him sending people around just straight up murdering anyone who had anything to do with this whole crash landing <laughs> thing. Like, people that, like, it, there was far easier ways to handle this that didn't involve just blatant murder that isn't even being covered up very well. But he's like, no, my men haven't killed anything in a minute. I want to let my men kill some stuff. Kill the civilians. 
The random morgue attendant and her assistant? Yeah, no, put two in their fucking skulls. They're fine. They're dead. <laughs> we don't need them telling people over cups of coffee that they did an autopsy on some weird corpse. Like, how is anyone going to put that together? You just wanted to kill some people. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no, it just, it was so... And, the, like, the giant spider, the mama spider, the queen spider. The, like, what the Yeah, fuck she was cool. That little fishing rod fucking action she had there with the one mandible that was just longer than the other. Just... No other spider in her her pack had that. Like, well, she was special. They did make a point special. of saying that. Yeah, because um, she, which, which, by the way, wasn't she supposed to? Wasn't her web supposed to be so strong? It was stronger than Kevlar. Yet, when the girl was batooned, mm -hmm. uh, in like they got through that webbing, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Also, like again. Super weapon spiders that are apparently bulletproof. And, and, like, it's proven later on when the military is actually doing battle with them. Like, they pour hundreds of rounds of ammunition into these things. Don't kill a single one of them. Fucking, fucking Kmart Rob Lowe with a forklift just, like, annihilates one. No problem. Right? <laughs> he just runs it right through with a fucking forklift. And it's just dead. Also, yep. the, also the spiders scream in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there are spider screams in this movie, which that if that doesn't tell you what level of movie we're dealing with, I don't know what will. And yeah, no, the spiders scream in Spiders 3D, and it's kind of amazing. Also very terrifying. Yeah. Also, come see New York's latest attraction, Subway Spider Zoo. Because they just catch these things and put them in a little zoo underneath the subway. It's, they do. They do. That's it's like a I fucking like, petting hey, zoo. <laughs> why are they why are they putting them in cages yeah what, what are you and then and then they develop more of the plot and i'm like oh this shit just got wacky all right it was already gonna be pretty wacky but it just got worse <laughs> yeah the movie did a few like cart before the horse things with the plot where they yeah. were just doing stuff and then later they'd be like oh by the way this is what's actually happening like um the relationship between the main dude and the main chick. Like, when they first meet, like, it's it's immediately clear that they have some form of relationship. But we right. have no idea what it is. So when she's being especially, like, caring and concerned for him, it's like, Lady, are you just an EMT? Like, why do you care how he feels? <laughs> right. And then many scenes later we find out, you know, they were a couple and they were recently divorced. Which they mean, were about to get divorced. Yeah, they were signing the papers. papers. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but of course, you know, there's nothing like a giant spider invasion and your child being placed in mortal peril to get you back together. <laughs> Thus is the moral lesson from many a monster movie. This is not the first monster movie to do that. True. Horror will bring the family together. Mm -hmm. I said horror, not whores. <laughs> Well, sometimes whores, too. I mean, yeah, it depends on what turns you getting, you know? Sometimes they do real good healing for the soul. Wait, Dad, you banged Crystal, too? I banged her last night! Oh, <laughs> whores really do bring the family together. Uh, oh, my 
Uh, the movie. I also noticed the movie played real fast and loose with the passage of time. Yeah. Like at the start of it when the accident happens and they're they're making a huge deal about having to get the subway tracks back open in time for rush hour. And like when they like when the movie starts, it's morning. Yeah. And when they go into the tunnels, it's still daylight and presumably it's still like morning because they're mm-hmm. talking about rush hour, which is in, you know, traditionally the afternoon or the morning, but since the morning is already passed, we're going to assume they, they mean afternoon rush hour. And by the time th- those characters leave the subway tunnels, it's pitch black in the middle of the night. It's like, guys, I think you missed rush hour. Yeah. I, I think uh, you're still concerned about opening in time for rush hour. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and, I and I think, I think you missed it. Fun. Yeah. It, it did that a couple of times where I'm just like, wait, is it like next week? Like, how much time has passed? <clears throat> um, yeah, no, and it is revealed that these, these aren't just regular super mad science spiders. They're alien-spider hybrids. They've been yeah. fused with alien DNA. The only... DNA. They tried... The, the crazy Russians tried fusing the DNA with a whole bunch of different species. The only one that took was spiders. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not spiders? Why not the spooder? Um, and yeah, the main uh, the main actress, Krista Campbell, she mm-hmm. looked familiar, so I looked her up, and it turns out she has had one hell of an interesting career. Um, she did look familiar. Yeah, so she her career started in uh, the '90s, where she did uh, a handful of uh, softcore erotica films. Oh. Um, and then she kind of transitioned into, like, this type of low-budget horror type stuff. Uh-huh. But on top of that, from, like, 2011 onwards, she's been a, a film producer. And she's actually oh. produced, like, a long list of, like, noteworthy, like, she produced the newest Hellboy movie. Oh. Uh, she, pro- oh. she was a producer on The Hitman's Bodyguard, the one with Ryan Reynolds and Sam Jackson. She was a producer on Rambo Last Blood, the last Rambo movie. She was a producer on The Taking of Deborah Logan, Texas Chainsaw 3D. Like, she's, she's been a producer on a lot of, like, big projects. Um, which is, what does a producer really do other than provide money? Uh, it varies. It can, it can range from um, securing funding to um, more creative type uh, stuff like a producer can can provide creative um, input and control. Um, okay. Producer, like it's it's a strange title in the film industry because like there's a billion different roles that are variations of producer. Like there's mm. there's just producer, there's executive producer, there's line producer, there's there's like all these different variants of producer. Producers, um, producer. Yeah, that all do, like, I guess, very specific things. So, honestly, I don't fully understand what the role of producer is, but they do have, traditionally, a lot of power and control and guidance over projects. Okay. Um, and a lot of times a producer can also be, like, a liaison between, like, the film production and the studio. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're they're kind of like perhaps representing the studio, or they're working as a go between between the studio and the actual filmmakers working on the movie. Man, I want to talk to the producer that handled the second Crank movie. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't think they think anyone ever looked from the studio actually looked at what they were doing. According <laughs> according to them, every Friday when their checks came in, they raced to the bank to cash them. Because they right. were convinced any day someone at the studio would actually look at what they were doing and be like, You can't fucking do this! And just pull the plug. <laughs> and it never happened. Oh my god. Um... But yeah, no, Krista Campbell. She's had she's had a wild career, like from softcore erotica in the '90s to producing like big budget feature films. Like yeah. it's incredible. She must have uh, just basically networked really well. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, probably busted her ass. Mm-hmm. I can like I I would love to hear. Like, the story behind that. Like, if she releases a fucking biography, I want to read it. (laughs) Because I want to see how that transition and how that that career path, like, happened. Yeah, that seems incredible. Really interesting, yeah. Like, what'd you do? (laughs) How you do? Like, because that's pretty awesome for... for... Yeah, like... Logan was so good. Yeah, taking a Deborah Logan is is incredible. Um, mm. But yeah, like it, 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 like I like that it flies in the face of like so much of the traditional society type thing of like, oh, you know, if you do porn, it's a dead end road to like nothingness. It's like no, one just no, and two, here's an example. Right. <laughs> Here's an example of how, like, very much no that that is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something I found out while looking uh, looking into the back end of this movie, this is apparently not the first Spiders movie. This is apparently the third Spiders movie. Apparently, the 3D in the title, I thought it was just them banking on, the, like, capitalizing on the, the refreshed gimmick of 3D movies mm-hmm. when, it, when it came out, because it did come out in that period of time. No, apparently the 3D is not just to advertise that it's in 3D. It's the third Spiders film. Oh. Yeah. When you can't... the other two come out? Er, in, in, throughout the '90s, like the one and two came out in the in the '90s, I think I, I can't remember exactly, but yeah, there was Spiders, and then there was Spiders Two, um, something like it had another addendum title, Breeding Season or something. Huh. Um, and I looked like because yeah, you watch this movie, you cannot tell that it's the third part in a series. No. And from what I could see reading the synopses of the previous two yeah it seems like they're also pretty standalone the only connecting thread is this crazy spider experiment or some kind of crazy spider alien hybrid experiment taking place so the mad science thread 
this may be an evolution of there may be an evolution of that throughout the movies of them doing weird different experiments with different results right but aside from that it seems like they're all completely standalone movies that happen to be in a common series somehow yeah so that was surprising I accidentally wandered into the third installment of the Spider series. Not, not knowing that that it even was a thing. Um Also, yeah, military guy was all kill crazy until he got to the main characters. Funny how that works. Uh, <laughs> almost like the magic horror towel. Uh-huh. Yep, the unkillable protagonists and the uh, horror towel. <laughs> never fail. I, you know, honestly though, I I enjoyed it a lot. It, it yeah. was a fun movie. It was it was it. basically like I said. It's like it's it gives you exactly what you might expect from something called Spiders 3D. Yeah. And I think I think that's why it got um, comfiest movie for me is because definitely like it, it, I mean I probably will not put it on again because I have things like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to watch. But, <laughs> like, but if you were it, setting up like a comfy like horror movie playlist, like yeah, this could fit this, in. There. Yeah, this would definitely work. And, Doesn't um, take a lot of brain it. brain span or attention span. No. It can just be, it It can just exist on a screen and every once in a while you'll look at it and be like, oh, that's fun. And, yeah, and like, yeah, it goes, it goes up there with like the Punisher movies and, and all that. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just dumb fun and I appreciate it. Like, not that the movie itself is dumb. It's it just that like, I, it doesn't take me a lot of brain power, like you said, to yeah. keep up with. Um, and then it got favorite kill from me actually, and mostly Same. it's because bad. I, I really enjoyed the 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 um, main villain military man. I just enjoyed his death so much. I was I... Like, so satisfying. You were such an irritating character. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed uh, uh, Mad Russian Scientist's death. I thought that one was it really was cool. Really good, yeah. And it's like he it's almost... it's the ultimate fitting death for his character because he's he's mesmerized by the creation he had a hand in, and then ultimately killed by it because his creation doesn't give a fuck about him. Right. But he he's dying with a smile on his face because the mama spider is just so beautiful to him, and, and just the shot of it of him getting like lifted up and then dispatched was like very well shot. It was, it was. Um, yeah, you gave it comfiest, best kill, and most entertaining, I say. I did, I did. Yeah, I know, I enjoyed myself a lot through it. Like, I, I was not, I was entertained the entire time, I can't lie, down to the ridiculousness of, you know, how the girl got out of the apartment. To- <laughs> Transport man becoming apparently super agile and super secret spy e, you know, yeah. like. Oh, she was someone movies? too. The actress who played the little girl, she was somebody too. The fuck was her name? I, mean, I think awesome. I believe she went on to be in um, Handmaid's Tale or Handmaid's Tale. Uh, I haven't I can't watched. It. I gotta rewatch. There's another season out, and I'm just so far. Uh, behind on it yeah yeah I, I recognized her name i'm like i know that name from somewhere and 
and like apparently she's gone on to do some other stuff. The most prominent was Handmaid's Tale that I saw. Mm, yeah. So everyone's got a horror in their in their roots. Every actor. Yeah, I mean, Handmaid's They've Tale got... almost in itself is a is a horror. It seems like it's kind of a, a horrific it... tale. It is. <laughs> it is terrifying. Um, it's kind of like uh, the, the, watching them. Uh, and, and oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, it's one of those where you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> um, but... No, like it was, it was, it, it may not have gotten the most categories out of it for me, mm-hmm. um, but it, it was probably like the more pleasing one to watch. Yeah. If that makes yeah. any sense. It, I gave it, I gave it a bunch of stuff. I gave it a favorite kill. I gave it a favorite story because it's, it's a simple kind of generic mad science monster movie story, but I enjoy those, so even though it really didn't bring that much new to the table, like, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoyed it more than the story, than Itsy Bitsy's story. <laughs> uh, I gave it a favorite poster, because I think that's a fucking badass cover. I mean, the cover played predominantly into me purchasing the movie blindly. So, there's definitely something in it that I really enjoy. Uh, I also gave it comfiest, um, and most entertaining, uh, and I tied it with Itsy Bitsy for favorite music because, um, as I reached the end credits of Itsy Bitsy, I realized that thinking back, I could not really remember any music from either movie, mm-hmm. um, and to the point that I actually pulled up the Spider's 3D theme on YouTube and just listened to it. And it's fine, but it's like the rest of the movie. It's kind of just generic, like generic right. monster movie music. And that's also kind of how I felt about the Itsy Bitsy music. So, like, neither one of them really blew me away. So I'm like, well... I could no-vote it and give neither of them points, or I could tie them and give them both five points. So, I was feeling kind, and I tied them. <laughs> I, was, I was like, you know, on like comparing the two soundtracks, it's like, yeah, they're about even. Like, I like them yeah. about the same. Like, not to say that I disliked either soundtrack, but I'm like, I like them both about the same, because they're both, like, they. I feel like you could have switched them, and it wouldn't have impacted the movie much either movie much if you just flip the music so a tie seemed appropriate yeah that was spiders 3d it was was generic cg fun yeah if you enjoy sci-fi original type stuff i'd recommend it Mm -hmm. oh yeah (laughs) i forgot <laughs> they take out Mama Spider at the end with a subway car. Oh yeah. Set to ramming speed. <laughs> because they have to tie up the whole the, the main character is is the like head guy at New York Transit Authority. So they have to tie everything back into the subway car. Of course. And then the movie gives us sequel bait. And uh now I just want uh Spider's 40, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was Spiders 3D. And now mm-hmm. 
we we got Itsy Bitsy, which I think is gonna be a deeper conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Um, this one, this one has smattering of stuff. Not as many kills, only five kills. Um, three instances of drug use. Honestly, I feel like that number should be higher, but I only counted three instances. Um, and mm-hmm. one instance of alcohol consumption. And now we get to the 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 cinematic sin of. Being increasingly annoyed at a movie for wasting a perfectly good Bruce Davison. Which one was Bruce Davison? He was the old guy. Oh, was he? He was great. I, I love him. Bruce Davison. He was great. What else has he been in? He was in the first X Men movie. Um, he was in. You probably you've probably seen him most recently several times in uh, Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. Where he plays the occult expert that comes on the radio show. I know this because we have seen this movie, or the first 45 minutes of this movie, at least five times. (laughs) Which is about enough time to see him show up on the radio show. Yeah. And then the movie conks out during the watch party. But yeah, yeah, that's him. Uh, He's also been in, he's been in a bunch of stuff. But I love that dude. And he was great in this. I loved him in this. He was he was he was um crotchety and cranky and rightfully so and you yeah know, I had no issue with him like, if he, he yeah good if if the movie was predominantly just him being a crotchety old ar- uh, archaeologist who tells the one dickhead son like cool fucked up stories I would have loved this movie. Right. Unfortunately, that's like one scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, this movie. Um, so, first of all, I expected, like, it, it had me at first because it seemed legitimate. I love anything that throws, like, some folklore in there. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a sucker for stuff like that. Like, so when yeah. it opened with the very tribal scene. That opening and... scene was incredible. Yeah. Like, the no. spider headdress and everything. I'm just yeah. like, this is amazing. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. This yeah. This is going to be great. This is going to be a fun time. It was not a fun time, at least, no. you know, for, for... And it's not because the movie was bad, per se like i don't feel like the acting was bad i don't feel like the um you know the 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 cinematography was horrible or anything like that the spider design is really cool yeah the spider it it got favorite effects for me because the spider when we got to see the spider was real fucking cool and i think mostly practical too so like i appreciated the hell out of the spider for sure. That's definitely why it got favorite SFX for me. Yeah, same. Like, it, was, it was a really badass looking spider. Yeah. What I was not pleased with was the fact that I am strapped in for a cheesy, maybe serious, maybe a little bit more spooky, you know, with the folklore at the beginning. You know, yeah. so maybe an actually legitimately scary, unsettling giant spider film. Yeah. And instead, I get into an extremely triggering drama about a woman who chooses her drugs over her children 
mm-hmm. and is recovering from it. And I will full blown oh. say, yeah, I will full blown say, I, I almost stopped watching this movie. I um, yeah, I did not have a good time with it. It was really, it was really hard to watch. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, it's, um, incredibly generous of you to say recovering because at at no point until the very end did it seem like she was recovering from anything, nor did she want to. Um, I wanted her to die so hard for the entire fucking movie. I was like, where is the giant spider? Can the giant spider please just eat her? Because... She goes from being, you know, kind of my... Again, and it it comes out of nowhere, and then it becomes the dominating force of the movie. Where, at first, it's, like, a little strange that she seems incredibly neglectful of her kids. Given what... And I'm not sure what her job is. I guess it's to look after Bruce Davison. But, like, he's not such an invalid that he needs her there for a full... 12 hour day but she's gone all day and I'm like what is that about uh or is the movie like the last movie also just really bad at handling time um but no then it then they fucking throw in the, the they sneak it in a little bit with like she had a traumatic car accident type thing and then they slowly peel that back and it's like oh she had another kid that died in the car accident so that's trauma and then they throw in on top of that, oh, by the way, she's also addicted to pain pills. So that's a thing. And and that becomes like 90% of the movie is just her acting sh- more, more and more and more shitty in pursuit of just basically fucking people over to get her pills, including her own kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I thought there was a killer spider in this movie. Where's the killer spider? Why why are you making me sit through this? <laughs> and then and then the real slap in the face to me is the 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 redemption ending which I felt was completely unearned. Because every any decent thing exchange she had with her children up until that point felt incredibly fake and forced because it was and then she I guess on a whim decides to rescue her children from the giant killer spider she had no idea was there until it kidnapped one of her kids and then suddenly she cares. Like I know there's like that one scene where she flushes the pills she stole from Bruce Davison down the toilet, but even then like that acting as like okay, like she she got bad enough to the point that she smacked the shit out of her kid for him calling her out on her bullshit rightfully, and now she's decided to turn a new leaf and flush the pills and get her life in order. Except one of the pills doesn't make it into the toilet. And instead of flushing that one too, she saves it for later, which means she's not redeemed at all, and everything that she just did was fucking pointless. And yet, then the movie says... Oh, by the way, no, she's totally... Look at it, Look at how emotional this ending is. She's sacrificing herself for her kids. I'm like, yeah, it would have been if you had fucking earned it. And you didn't. You didn't earn it at all. You built... You spent 90% of your moving ma- making her the most unlikable bitch in movie history. 
and then you slapped on a redemption ending, completely unearned. I'm sorry, that's not good enough. Good day. Also, you killed Bruce Davison. Also, you you almost gave us a shining light by by bringing in a little bit more of Denise Crosby as the sheriff. She was awesome. It like like I the whole the whole way through the movie of, of like the slow reveal of like all of the mom's trauma and everything like that. I I gave zero fucks about any of that. I was like, I don't care. You're fucking awful. One fucking line about Denise Crosby talking about how Sherlock Holmes inspired her to be a police officer. I was like, I want that story. I want to know everything about you. I am so invested in your story. Like, that's the most generic reason ever to become a cop. Like, oh, when I was a kid, I really liked Sherlock Holmes, so I decided to be a sheriff. It's like, that's the dumbest, most generic reason ever. But I love it. Tell me more. <laughs> like, just please stay, Denise. Please stay. Yeah. If you can resurrect Bruce, that'd be great. But I understand you're just a sheriff. Just stay, Denise, please. Get these kids out of here. Adopt them. Yeah, no, I was like, I don't have... I'm not as sensitive to it to the degree you are with it. Like, that was also a thing I... I was aware of while watching it where i'm like oh this is gonna be a hard sit for i probably should have warned you a little bit more but I, it honestly didn't i forgot there was a lot going on it's not, but it's but not, it I doesn't mean, affect me to the life. yeah yeah and unfortunately that's the nature of watching stuff blind is that sometimes mm-hmm. shit'll just jump up and surprise you um yeah and i mean luckily the plus side to this is if if i really you know if I really like if it was just if I was having too many flashbacks while watching it I would have the right to be able to sit there and go I couldn't finish it I'm sorry yeah and I would have completely understood I'd have been like yeah no that makes sense like I like so so yeah it doesn't affect me to the same level like the same personal level also I'm I'm good at compartmentalizing like the fiction of a film versus real stuff that I have experienced um, like it has an effect, but not to that same degree. But even so, like just looking at it as as like from the objective gaze of like analyzing the movie, mm-hmm. I was like, "You're working really hard to make me hate this character." I know what you're doing, movie. You're setting up the redemption ending, but you're working real hard to make me hate her, which means you're gonna have to work twice as hard to make me give a fuck that she redeems herself and then they didn't no that's that's what doubly pissed me off and then as if that's not enough so we we have the giant spider the killer spider movie side uh, side lining the giant spider in favor of this one shitty character's backstory and and drug abuse um and bad parenting that that's bad enough then they shoehorn in the redemption ending undeservedly that's that's worse they take away my bruce that's bad they don't give me enough denise that's also bad and then on top of this whole huge shit fucking sandwich the movie teases a sequel before cutting to credits 
which that right there is like, oh, fuck you. Um, but at the same time, you had to do it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're a fucking low-budget horror movie with a monster in it. You gotta tease the sequel. But, and I, I only knew this because I, I had looked it up on IMDb and I saw that apparently there was a scene after the credits. So, yeah. I, so I sat through all of the credits to get to this after credits. I mean, I do it anyway. I just, I just sit through all the credits anyway every time, regardless of the movie. But, but I was aware there was a scene after the credits. So I was like, okay, what's it going to be? Like, I, w- I would assume that it was going to be sequel bait, but they, that's how they ended the movie, before they rolled the credits. And then we get the after credits scene, which is a sequel bait scene, which is basically the same scene as the scene that preceded the credits, only longer and worse. And, and then the movie finally releases us. <laughs> like this, if, if not for a few highlights, this would have been a 1 out of 10 movie. It did a, a lot of the things that 1 out of 10s do to garner my, my genuine just loathing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but either fortunately or unfortunately, Bruce Davis and Denise Crosby, I love them. They did very well. Um, and I love the effects on the spider mm-hmm. and the kids were also, fine. The I, kids were innocent in all of this. I liked the kids. Yeah. The kids weren't bad. The little girl was cute and the, the boy was very, uh, the boy was familiar. A, yeah. The boy was a bit of a dick, but like, it's completely understandable given his situation. Like, like. Yeah. The only problem that kid has is that his mom's a cunt. <laughs> like that's that's it. If not for like if he if if he was just hanging out with Bruce Davison for a summer, he'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> for fuck's sake, yeah. Um, by the way, I miscategorized Sleeper Hit was supposed to be Spiders 3D. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Got that, yeah. Yeah, this everything else has its reason, but that one I'm like, no, that was supposed to be Spiders 3D. Right, right. Um, bu- 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 bu. But, yeah, no. <laughs> How long did we wind up talking? Not that long. That one actually went fast. I don't, I don't know what else to say, man. Like, it just, it, it was not, um, I don't know, maybe it would have been better if it hadn't triggered, you know, two uh, PTSD flashbacks. So, yeah, that'd be nice, um, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm not mad that I picked it. I'm kind of mad that there wasn't some form of reference in the synopsis, maybe something like recovering drug addict or something. Yeah. Would have been nice. And not even, um, not even necessarily because, like, like hey trigger warning because like that is but just because it is such a huge fucking part of the story it's basically the fucking story and you don't even mention it in your synopsis like Like, that's just bad synopsis writing which Mm -hmm. to be fair there was kind of a lot of like technically yes the movie was well made on the writing side of things that's where i think things fell apart in this movie I think it was the right because I can't even blame the actress who played the mom. She did a she did a great role. 
Yeah. She made she me fucking hate her. Job. And that yeah. was the character. So like mm-hmm. she, like I I hold I get, I hold no blame on her shoulders. She did the job. And she did yeah. it well. Like it's it's the writing and the directing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like specifically the directing in relation to the story. Yeah. No, and like the reason why it got favorite story for me is because I really was just kind of clinging to the to the spider lore part of it and that's the part I appreciated. Like the entire yeah. way it was set up, you know, the um the 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 culture around it and stuff like that. Like yeah. I always find Yeah, that was really cool. Horror. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like, loved that. Basically I in order to like even give this movie a bit of a, a chance in my brain, I, I basically had to remove everything else because otherwise I wouldn't I wouldn't I'd just be like it just it was the movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um God, how much better would this movie have been if the if uh, Sheriff Denise Crosby had actually just arrested her ass for ordering suspicious meat? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like, thank you. Yes, no, take her away. <laughs> um, no, I just it 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 was overwhelming to watch, um, especially with somebody who like as as myself. Like, I know what I can and cannot handle. I cannot control when something sends me into a PTSD flashback. So, yeah, anything that usually has that subject matter. Um, and, and I mean, maybe it's partially my fault for just assuming that a giant spider movie is going to be a giant spider movie, but who would have thought? I don't know. <laughs> but like, you know, regardless of that fact, like I, I, I haven't watched Breaking Bad. I haven't watched. Right. You know, I, I don't. I, I tend to stay. I think the only drug addiction movie I can handle watching is Requiem for a Dream, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that is. I have no clue. Maybe it's because I watched it around the time I was going through uh, that situation with my mother um, to where it just it was more of a comfort. Like, uh, I'm not alone in this. Obviously, there's mainstream media about it. People, other people go through this. So I think it's become more of a comfort than anything else. Um, Whereas, like, especially in stuff like this, like there was there was no point to her being a drug addict. No, there was, no there was literally no point to it. No, she could have just been maybe like a divorcee mom, you know, that was... Yeah, she had too much... To do what she could on yeah. her plate, you know? She, she could have, it could have been that. It did not have to be a horribly abusive, neglectful mother that was addicted to drugs and literally probably would have sold her children's bodies... Yeah. To get said drugs. Like, I just, I don't... Yeah, and, and and if you are going to do that, then you can't then just, like, wave a magic wand and do redemption ending. That's not how it works. Like, that's not how it works at all. No. Um, yeah, no, and, and that, like, her whole fucking character arc, which, again, is, like, 90% of the fucking movie... Like, it, it is, like, I'm pretty sure at some point in my notes, I, 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 I quote fucking Joe Bob in the, like, the plot is getting in the way of the story with this bitch. Like, her whole, like, layered plot of all these fucking things, you could have done one thing. Mm-hmm. All you needed was one thing, and you're like, let's, let's do this, and then add this, and then add this, and then, oh, and by the way, this... It's like, no, it's a fucking killer spider movie. You don't need this much fucking in-depth fucking character design 
of this nature for one character where it eats up 90% of your movie just to explore it. And if you're going to do that, just make a movie about that. Forget the giant spider. Yeah, just just a make a fucking Requiem for a Dream ripoff movie. It's fine. <laughs> I, I think the thing that really pissed me off, though, is, is that like it made light. Yeah. What people go through when, A, not only do you have an addiction, but you're, you're the child or the caregiver of someone who is struggling with it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I struggled for 10 fucking years to try and get my mom to go to rehab and to try and get therapy to get fucking help. If they don't want help, they're not going to do it. And they're probably going to die from their addiction. So that, that short and sweet and quick and happy and apparently painless everything's okay ending that's not reality and that's bullshit and it's kind of fucking insulting yeah no it was it it, it was and and it's strange too because there are certain level like aspects of what they did with that that like seemed like shockingly accurate and yet at the same time so lazily and, and slapped together done in other ways Mm -hmm. That it's, it's, it is, it's insulting. <laughs> it really like if you're, it just, it's like, uh, like it, it gives way to those arguments of like, oh, well you should forgive your mother for what she's done because she's your mother. And that's like, it's like that. Yeah. That's, they tack the that of ending on. And it's like, why? Like, no, she yeah. doesn't deserve this. She deserves to have her liquids or her insides slowly liquefied, dying, choking on her own liquefied gallbladder and then you know sheriff denise crosby can just take her kids and be like yeah see ya <laughs> it's not that fast it's not that fucking easy and it's not that fucking simple no like it's just it's 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 really insulting is is the like this movie was very insulting the parts of it that were not spider related were just fucking unnecessary and they played light at a serious situation and I don't appreciate it. Like they tried to make it serious yeah. and they, like they succeeded, but they failed. Yeah. It's like they, they got, they got in the wrong parts of it. Yeah. It's like halfway through, they got embarrassed that they were making a, a goofy killer spider movie. And they're like, we got to make it serious for some reason. Cause, Cause the people watching it for free on YouTube demand quality. And it's I mean, like, no, <laughs> no, we you don't. We we demand it. giant spiders killing you people. You could have made it still pretty serious. That folklore shit. It, you could yeah. have stayed pretty fucking serious. It was, you didn't need to bring in abuse. Yeah, the whole like, and even that, like, they they that that whole folklore side of it, like, at least for a minute, was almost as overdeveloped as the mom subplot, mom main mm -hmm. plot. It's not even a fucking subplot. It's just the plot of the fucking movie. Um, but that was at least cool and interesting and, and unique. But but even then, like, it's I guess it's obvious from the start that this is was going to be an issue with this movie. Because right at the start, when the one random dude breaks into Bruce's house to deliver the egg... And, and he starts explaining why he's he's like it's a gift for you because I got revenge for the tribe murdering your wife maybe 
who was like a mother to me, I guess. So I got, I killed them all, and I stole this precious heirloom from their culture, and now I'm gifting it to you. But see, in order for the gift to actually like not be cursed, you have to give something of value to me to to conclude the exchange of the gift, because that's how gift giving works. Um, and then Bruce is like, "No, fuck you, get out of my fucking house, you weird maniac." And he's like, well, fine, I'll leave then, <laughs> but but you'll be cursed. It's like, dude, I don't think you know what gifts are. That's just fucking extortion. But it's, again, like that, that whole scene and that whole explanation of what was happening and why eventually there would be a killer spider was so convoluted. And also kind of like the mom plot, ultimately fucking meaningless because as it turns out, it has nothing to do with any any uh, uh, funky voodoo from the tribe. It has nothing to do with any curses. The the heirloom that looks very much like an egg is just a fucking egg, and it gets cracked open, and there's a giant evil spider living inside of it. That's just a giant evil spider. It's not fucking supernatural at all. It's just a fucking spider. <laughs> So well, even even know, it's, that it's pretty it's pretty supernatural. It's a, he killed it like two or three times and it did not want to die. I mean, it's a it's an insect. They're pretty hard. Well, it's, it's, also, a, it's an arachnid. Also, it's pretty like it's a unique spider. I'll give it that. But there was nothing that it did that was inherently to me supernatural or or imbued with magic. It was just a unique. Um, very specific, highly aggressive, unique um, breed of spider that is it not was, commonly it was seen a, because it was it's a, unique. A goddess. <laughs> it, was a, it was a. It was a spider goddess. Yeah, but I don't believe it was actually a god. I believe it was like this crazy fucking spider that was local to that area that the tribes deified. Uh, is how yeah, I yeah. took it because again I didn't see it doing anything supernatural. It was hard True. to kill, but so were the spiders and spiders 3D until you got a forklift or a fucking piece of rebar. Um, this yeah. one and this one proved to be weak to the same thing. So this thing has just as much likelihood of being an alien hybrid as it does supernatural. <laughs> um, but yeah, so again the the whole that whole introduction to the movie and how the spider was going to work overly convoluted and ultimately pointless which now that i think of it was a running theme in this movie things were overly complicated and convoluted and ultimately pointless and yeah. also there was a killer spider that ate bruce's face rip bruce <laughs> <laughs> well we stretched it out a little bit further but honestly i don't know like again i, I don't know what else to say about the yeah. movie like i think you're kind of done with it at this yeah. point like i'm tired yeah the movie tuckers me out it was yeah it was exhausting yeah
And again, aside from a handful of things that I did genuinely really enjoy about the movie that were very few and far between, this this is basically the equivalent of a 1 out of 10. Yeah. It wasn't because of those few things, but is where uh, yeah, it is a 4 out of 10. I like Bruce enough, I like the spider enough, I like Denise enough that they tugged it up a few points. But yeah, no, this um I gave it scariest cuz like the the few scenes with the spider doing creepy spider stuff was actually creepy. Mm-hmm. At least there, it was creepier than anything in Spiders 3D. Spiders 3D isn't really scary. Um, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I, I gave it tied for music because the music was interchangeable with the other one for me. And uh, favorite special effects because I did really enjoy the effects. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, both Most Disturbing Movie and Sleeper Hit were no, both no votes for me this month. Oh, Itsy Bitsy got most disturbing for me. I and, and I can see that for you. Yeah. For me, it didn't disturb me. It just pissed me off. It did both. <laughs> it did both. Like I yeah. said, it was a very exhausting yeah. movie. Um, yeah, it got favorite SFX. It got favorite music for me. Um, I, I, you know, it was it was generic music. I just basically spun <laughs> spun the bottle on that one. Yeah. Um, uh, curious movie for me. It got favorite story because I really enjoyed the folklore. Um, yeah. and then uh, comfiest or not comfiest, sorry. Uh, favorite poster because the poster in this one is also the, really cool. Yeah. yeah, I really, I just like that, like almost goosebumps s. It does look like a goosebumps yeah. cover. Yeah. And honestly, I none of that was in. In the movie no not really in, fa- uh, in fact come to think about it the the synopsis of this movie and the movie are like not really connected at all mm-mm. like the synopsis of the movie makes you think it's like exclusively about a, a weird spider that's living under a little girl's bed yeah and and eventually like the spider kidnaps her which i guess like there are scenes in this movie where all of those things happen but they're they're not the movie at all. Mm-hmm. Like, they're literally just a few random scenes that are unconnected that happen in this movie over the course of the movie. That's it. That's your synopsis. <laughs> what the fuck? You really had to keep the fucking mom drug addict subplot real well hidden, didn't you? Mm-hmm. It'll be a fun surprise for the kids. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Also, if there's right. the makers of Itsy Bitsy ever fucking listen to this, I'm sorry. I'm pretty. I'm sure you're all nice people, <laughs> but you made a real shit movie. I'm sorry. It, it wasn't good. Yeah, certain there's, parts of it were good. Certain parts were were good, and I, yeah. I give credit to those certain parts. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. if those parts had been the majority of the movie, I, I would have loved this movie. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You guys are real committed to that one fucking plot thread. I don't think it paid off for you. Mm-mm. But yeah, that's, but... that's, that's the thing. When Bruce was explaining the folklore to the kid, I was super into that. Mm-hmm. Like, that was fine. I was like, this sounds awesome! And it doesn't sound overly complicated and convoluted. It just sounds like a cool folk story. 
come on, Bruce, tell me another. And it's like, no, okay, well, you gotta go home, because your, your mom's being a bitch again. <laughs> God yeah. damn it. Uh, well, anyway, let's see. Uh, ranked movies for me, no surprise, Spiders 3D, and then Itsy mm-hmm. Bitsy. Uh, but Creepiest Crawler for me, it was flipped, because I, I did think the the spider in Itsy Bitsy was creepier than the spiders in Spiders 3D. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems uh, you uh, felt similarly in both categories. I did, yeah. Just a bit of <clears throat> All right. Well, um, tallying up all the points, uh, Spiders 3D won it with 103 points to Itsy Bitsy's 84. Which means I win. You win. But I don't get to pick next month because I pick this month. You gotta pick next month. Yeah, we're I'm... doing Indonesian horror. Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So like Indian horror. Oh wait, Indonesia is not India. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, not... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Indonesia at... is a completely different I'm country. At, like the two choices I had: uh, India horror, so like Bollywood horror, Indian horror. Okay. Oh yeah. shit. All right. Yeah. That should be interesting because I know there is there I is a lot. I'm picking. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know nothing. Picking, but... I know nothing about Indian horror, but like I know it is like Bollywood in general. Like it is extensive. Like there's a mm-hmm. lot. Extensive and it goes. It ranges from real goofy to real fucking terrifying, from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. So, but I love. Indian music and and like the culture. Yeah, it's. I've enjoyed the, I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Yeah. Um. So. It's definitely something I that's been on my list of like I want to see more of because like I know it exists. Mm -hmm. I know there's a lot there, but one I don't usually hear people talking about it too much. Um, That just seems to be the case for Bollywood. Yeah. Productions in general, which yeah, they don't because like. Consider, like how prolific, yeah, yeah, how prolific their their film industry is. It, it's odd that it doesn't get talked about more often. Um, at least in America. At least in America, yeah. Which fair enough. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely been something I've wanted to look more because I see them. I see, like uh, like they're they're all over like Netflix and Amazon Prime. Like they've got tons of them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I should do a deeper dive into this stuff at some point. And I haven't yet, so this will be cool. I don't know what I'm picking. Yeah, it was a little... hard. It was a hard pick too because um, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do Indian horror, Indonesian horror, mm-hmm. or if I wanted to um, maybe take a dive into um, uh, Vietnamese horror. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure which part of the globe I wanted to visit, but it was going to be one of those three. Um, and I think, I think like every other topic I pick, I'm going to start like looking at different parts of the world. Yeah, I'm so, favorite Like not every single time that I pick, just to kind of give it a breather, because I'm assuming a lot of these are going to have subtitles. So yeah, I imagine that, and specifically um, Indian horror. Uh, it seems that just looking at the list that I have from from Google searching. Two hours minimum seems to be about the average. Two and a half hours is not uncommon. There's a few, like, 90-minute-ish ones, but 
Bollywood, yeah. Bollywood likes their, their long productions, which I have no problem with, but... No. I don't really... Honestly, what is my favorite movie? Yeah. It, it's fine. I can, I can handle it. I, I have grown in the years since you have met me. I think that does it. Mm-hmm. For the spoop. For me. Spider spoop. Spiders. Technically, it was arachnids, but neither one of us had the balls to find a uh, killer scorpion movie. So, missed opportunity. 